To buy your home, you became a house hunting ace. Learned about loans, scoured neighborhoods, and asked the right questions. Now you're queen of your castle. If you manage that, you can get your retirement plan on track. Visiting aceyourretirement.org can help. With 401k tips and smart saving strategies, you'll feel empowered to own your retirement like you own your home. Go to aceyourretirement.org. Because when it comes to clearing financial hurdles, you're an ace. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're about to hear opinions that you may like. Then again, you might hear some that offend you. We don't apologize for that. This is American Viewpoints with Mike Ferguson. One of the reasons I started this program is so we could have tough conversations about things that make us uncomfortable in a way that maybe leads us somewhere towards a solution. We're not going to solve the world's problems or the country's problems on a radio show. But you know what? We can give each other something to think about, and maybe we can come up with ideas that make things better or at least understand those who disagree with us a little bit more. I'm Mike Ferguson. Thank you for spending part of your weekend with us here on American Viewpoints. And obviously, over the past, uh, what's it been, about three weeks now, we have had protests all over the country after the death of George Floyd in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And one of the things that I do when I'm in media is I look back and say, what's the effect of any one thing? Nobody had ever heard of George Floyd until he was killed by a police officer. And there's basically no disagreement that his death was absolutely needless. But when you look at how the protests have evolved and grown and changed and what's come from them, well, now we've got a more confusing and complicated situation. Joined now by Brittany Fatoma. And uh, I talked to Brittany a couple of weeks ago, I guess, Brittany, in mid-Missouri when you organized one of the very first protests in the Midwest when it came to George Floyd's death. But you made it really, really clear you were making your efforts peaceful. What's so important about doing this type of conversation peacefully? So um, for me, um, it was in the lens of being a parent and a teacher. I taught elementary school for eight years and I have a six month old. And so I wanted to be peaceful because I wanted children to have an environment that was safe for them to protest and to voice their opinions. And so that was important to me as well as um, I felt at the time that what was going on in Columbia um, wasn't necessarily what happened in Minneapolis. Yes, it impacts us, but we needed to address the issues right here in Columbia. And I wanted people to focus more on things that we want to change in Columbia, as well as uh, the overall activism of what happened um, to Mr. Floyd. What, what is it about the death of George Floyd? And, and I have my theory because I'm a media person, and I think what's different about this case is that it was basically broadcast live. We have video. We saw it. We can go back and, and watch it. Um, but when you look at that video and how that shocked people, the conversation, I think, is getting lost in everything else over the last week or two that's happening around the country. We'll talk about that in a minute. But what is it you want us to be actually talking about and solving? So I'm glad that you asked because I do think the conversation gets a little bit lost. Um, um, because it's so blatant and people are so emotionally charged um, because it was in our in our face. And I still to this day haven't watched the video because um, it's just too traumatic. 
And um, we know that uh, small towns can sometimes reflect what's happening around the country, but it's just over-policing period. Um, and actually looking at policies, looking at um, bias and equity, um, equity training, a lot of times um, people and say, well, you know, that happens in your neighborhood or that happens in, in my neighborhood or, you know, you're, you're racist or, or you're prejudiced. But when it comes to implicit biases, it's the great equalizer. We all have them, <laughs> right? And so being to address that and it being an ongoing process is really um, important, important to me and important to our community. And furthermore, um, schools, what is happening in our public schools as a former Columbia public school teacher. Um, I want to make sure that all children get an equitable education and I'm willing to do anything to, to make sure that happens, especially as a parent. And those are the conversations that I want to continue to have, um, not to take away from what happened um, to, to Mr. Floyd. I think it was the catalyst that has ignited a lot of people that were not um, even remotely considering these issues to now all of a sudden people are aware and they want to get active and they want to make change in their communities. And I say, hey, let's, let's use it and make change locally. We know all great movements start locally. <laughs> and everything um, you just mentioned yeah. is something that happens not just in Columbia, Missouri, which is a you know college town for those who don't know. I mean, it could happen in Flagstaff. It could happen in Des Moines. It could happen anywhere else. It could happen in, you know, Buffalo. It could happen anywhere else. So your efforts in Columbia, but this is something that's kind of across the country. Absolutely. We definitely see trends of over-policing in schools and over-policing, period. Um, it's, it's definitely a nationwide issue. And so the, the, I always say in the context of Columbia, because I realize even though this is a nationwide issue, that's the community in which I lived in. Just like when I lived in Kansas City, I knew that I saw the same thing that I'm seeing in Columbia, but I worked towards how to make it better in Kansas City. Um, so these aren't new issues. These aren't issues that we haven't been fighting for. They just have been reignited literally um, with the blood and cause of um, unarmed African-Americans being killed. What do you think of when we see in the headlines right now, we see statues being toppled over by protesters, we see riots, we see, uh, you know, police officers and protesters getting hurt. We see all this violence and that's in the headlines and it just kind of strikes me as that we're not talking about everything you just said. We're talking about statues and we're talking about buildings that are being burned and, you know, we're talking about in one case, uh, protesters you know, taking over six blocks in Seattle and demanding all kinds of other stuff. Does that add to what your activism is trying to accomplish or does it distract from it when you see these, these type of things happening? I don't say that it distracts from it. I say that, um, and I said this um, previously, is that the, these things that are happening, it infuriates people. I don't, disagree with those that choose to use those methods it's just not the method that i'm choosing to use right now um because i want to build i want to build community here and make it safe for 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 my for my family and for children um but what i feel that keeps being missed and why we have violence versus peaceful is because we have systemic issues that are layered you can't put one band-aid on it you can't say oh we just do peaceful things oh and it'll get accomplished because we're peaceful and we're still here 400 years later, right? Or, oh, we just do uh, violence, 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 violence. 
oh, but still 400 years later, we're still here. And so we, it's evident that one or the other isn't working. Um, and so we have to do better. And now that we know better and we have the access to information, um, I really hope and pray that now people will be localized and really and galvanized to actually make change. So do I think the um, violent stuff is taking away from my cause? No. If anything, I would say it it's like, okay, if you can do this destruction, that means you have hands to do. Let's actually do some work that is lasting. Um, so that's the conversation because I also work with um, MU students in the different protests and the, even the protests and things that we're doing right there at Mizzou. Um, I'm sure people are familiar from what happened with Mizzou in 2015. And so hopefully there won't be a, a 2020. But as I'm working with students to kind of help them to, to kind of organize their thoughts and put things together, I let them know, like, you want to let's not come back to this again in another five years. Yeah, yeah. What you just said is not going to sit well with everybody. Not everybody's going to agree, but that's why we have these conversations right here. So Brittany, what would you like people to, where would you like them to go to either connect with you or read up uh, on something or get more information? Awesome. Um, you can always follow me on Twitter. Um, Brittany Fatoma, my Twitter handle. Um, I'm also part of the Worldly Street Roundtable, and so we're definitely putting out information there. Um, we're also partner with Faith Voices. Um, they have their information there. Also, Como for Progress. And I know you're thinking, oh, all of these things are Columbia-specific, but with Faith Voices, they actually have um, organizations all across the nation. And then um, if it's not necessarily our city you want to plug into. I'm sure we can definitely connect you um, to someone in your area because this is the time to get active. Don't sit still. Whichever side um, you are on, stand because, you know, tomorrow's not promised and you want to definitely live your life for a purpose. And I hope that we can all sit at the table in brotherhood and sisterhood because it's Br time. Brittany, really appreciate the uh, perspective. Thank you. I appreciate you inviting me. Well, one part of that discussion, and one that actually has people on both the left and the right teaming up to some degree, is a legal term called qualified immunity. It's about liability, it's about accountability, and we're going to talk about it just ahead, right here on American Viewpoints. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your soul to the devil. Fifteen bucks is the best I can do. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council.